Well, good morning. Welcome back to our 31 Days of Wisdom. Today we are in day 11. And uh, before we get going, I promised our son I would give him a shout out on his YouTube channel. Go check him out. It's Ventures of Colton on YouTube. You want to go check that out. He's got a lot of cool videos and different challenges that um, him and his siblings do. And uh, then also our daughter, she's got a channel as well. It's called Storytime with Kendall. So uh, if you're in the Dr. Seuss books, hey, she'll read you some. Uh, you want to check those out. Uh, today, again, we are in chapter 11, day 11. And, you know, this chapter right here it has this theme of it repeatedly talks about righteousness. And really what righteousness is, is living in right relations in all areas. And the wise person really strives to have right relations in every one of their um, areas of life, right? And that's tough, but it really takes intentionality and it's that changed life that can really change lives. And that's not something that we can truly do on our own. We need the help and the power of the Holy Spirit to, to really be able to do that. And I think it's interesting in this chapter, as you, as you read it and as we read it, there's two things that you'll kind of notice here that he talks about that we need to hold back. We need to hold back our criticism and our slander, and then we're to share our stuff. But we tend to get that a little twisted around. We, we tend to uh, share our criticism and slander and then hold back our stuff, right? And it's the wise man or the wise woman that knows when to shut their mouths but open their palms. So check out today's uh, Proverbs. We're in Proverbs 11. And this one's got a couple of verses in here that I absolutely love. And one of them is the very first one right here. Proverbs 11, verse 1. Love this verse right here. To set high standards for someone else and then not live up to them yourself is something that God truly hates. And, um, and but then it says, but it pleases him when we apply the right standards of measurement. So we have this tendency to judge other people based off of their actions and then judge ourselves based off of our intentions, right? I intended to do something. But what God is calling us to do is to set high standards for ourselves, to live up to his standards, and then pull people up to those standards, not have high expectations and high standards for other people. And then, uh, you know, us live down here on these low standards. So love that verse. Here we go. Verse two, when you act with presumption, convinced that you're right, don't be surprised if you fall flat on your face. But walking in humility helps you to make wise decisions. And if you want to talk about humility, we did a video the other day on what humility truly is. Humility is understanding that you are gifted, you are talented, you are neat, you are unique, right? Understanding that you have gifts, talents, and abilities, and using those gifts, talents, and abilities to serve other people all to the glory of God the Father, right? It's not thinking less of yourself, but thinking of yourself less. So humility, God loves humility. Integrity will lead you to success and happiness, but treachery will destroy your dreams. When judgment day comes, all the wealth in the world, it ain't gonna help you one bit, right? So you'd better be rich in righteousness, for that's the only thing that can save you in death. 
right? Right relations. Those with good character walk on a smooth path with no detour deviation, but the wicked keep falling because of their own wickedness. Integrity will keep a good man from falling, but the unbelievers trapped, held captive by sinful desires, right? That's what Jesus came for is to set the captives free, right? Set us, set us free, right? When an evil man dies, all hope is lost for his misplaced confidence goes in the coffin and gets buried along with him. Lovers of God are snatched away from trouble and the wicked show up in their place. How about that? The teachings of the hypocrites can destroy you, but revelation knowledge will rescue the righteous. These next two verses are two of my favorite as it, as it relates to our role in our cities, in our communities, right? One of the things I truly believe is that, hey, if you're watching this, you know, God could have created you and me at any point in history. He could have, you know, you could have been created in the 1900s. He could have created you 50 years into the future, yet here you are in 2021. And whatever city you were in, you are there for a purpose and for a reason, right? Most of us never consider that. Check out these next two verses right here, okay? The blessing that rests on the righteous releases strength and favor to the entire city. You are in that city. You are blessed. If you are in Christ, you are blessed. And the righteousness that rests on you releases strength and favor to the entire city, right? But shouts of joy will be heard when the wicked one dies. Here's the next part of that. The blessing of favor resting on the righteous influences a city to lift it higher. The righteousness that is resting on you influences a city to lift it higher. Man, but the wicked leaders tear it apart by their words. Here we go, uh, verse 12. To quarrel with the neighbor is senseless. Bite your tongue, be wise, and keep quiet. You can't trust gossipers with a secret. They'll just go blab it off. Put your confidence instead in a trusted friend, for he will be faithful to keep it in confidence. People lose their way without wise leadership. Mm, this may be a key verse right here. People lose their way without wise leadership, but a nation succeeds and stands in victory when it has good counselors to guide it. The evil man will do harm when confronted by a righteous man because he hates those who awaits good news. A gracious, generous woman will be honored with a splendid reputation, but the woman who hates the truth lives surrounded with disgrace and by men who are cutthroats, only greedy for money. A man of kindness attracts favor, while a cruel man attracts nothing but trouble. Evil people may get a short-term gain, but to sow seeds of righteousness will bring a true and lasting reward. I want to just camp out right there for a second. Evil people may get a short-term gain. Yeah, I think sometimes we can look around and we can get frustrated and we see maybe people who are doing understand, uh, underhanded or shifty things and maybe they're, um, uh, they're succeeding in the world's eyes and those kind of things, but it's only short-lived. It's only short gain. The next part of that, it says, but to sow seeds of righteousness will bring a true and lasting reward. Sowing seeds, that's time, right? I mean, that, that, that's a process that takes 
time, sowing seeds, sowing seeds, sowing seeds. Um, John Maxwell talks about, you know, every day he doesn't judge his day based off the harvest that he reaps, but by the seeds that he sows. You think about that, sowing seeds of righteousness, sowing seeds of good relations every day, day in and day out eventually it's going to come out with good, right? And it'll bring true and lasting rewards. Verse 19, a son of righteousness experiences the abundant life, but the one who pursues evil hurries to his own death. The Lord can't stand stubborn heart bent towards evil, but he treasures those whose ways are pure. Assault your neighbor and you will certainly be punished, but God will rescue the children of the godly. A beautiful woman who abandons good morals is like a fine gold ring dangling from a pig's snout. True lovers of God are filled with longings for what is pleasing and good, but the wicked can only expect doom. Generosity brings prosperity. What, what brings prosperity? Generosity, right? Generosity brings prosperity, but withholding from charity brings poverty. Those live those who live to bless others will have blessings heaped upon them. And the one who pours out his life to pour, to pour out blessings will be saturated with favor. How about that? People will curse the businessman with no ethics, but the one with social conscience receives praise from all. Living your life seeking what is good for others brings untold favor. Going out to have right relations with others and, and to you know, do good for others. It says you can't even imagine the favor and the good things that are going to be heaped on you, right? But for those who wish evil for others will find it coming back on them. Keep trusting in your riches and down you'll go. But the lovers of God rise up like flowers in the spring. The fool who brings trouble to his own family will be cut off in the wheel and the family servant will do better than he. But a life lived loving God bears lasting fruit. For the one who is truly wise wins souls. If the righteous are barely saved, what's in store for the wicked? And I love that chapter. Chapter 11's got some great stuff. And uh, here's our action step for today. If there's anyone that comes to your mind as you are reading that you need to show generosity to, right? Or criticize less today. Just allow this chapter to really soak in and for you to really focus in on right relations in all areas of life. Be intentional today about sowing seeds of righteousness. Hey, I hope this has added value to you. I love reading through Proverbs and the wisdom that, that's in there. Hope you guys have a great day. Look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow on day 12, chapter 12 of Proverbs and our 31 days of wisdom. Have a great day and God bless.